Hello and welcome to another installment of Russ Plays Music. Today is Sunday, November 29th, 2020. Today, the subject that I would like to broach is the subject of standards in the major music industry and why those standards from an artist's standpoint should mostly be broken. The reason why I say this is that the entire industry has been formulated by folks who are looking at risk and investment. When I say that, what I mean is there are patterns that have been formed over the past 30 years with regard to popular music. Uh, Patterns that have created things that are formulaic, such as the time limit for a song, the beats per measure for a song, the amount of choruses and hooks inside of a song, the amount of verses in a song. What these measurements have assumed is that there is a lower risk for the return on investment regarding a song that is created meeting those particular criteria. Now what that removes from the equation is the ability for the listener to make those decisions. That has been removed from the hands of the listener. And because of this, there's been kind of a conditioning psychologically, I believe, that's been taking place in the industry over the course of so many years. What has happened, to my view, is that there's been a shortened attention span for listeners. If you think back to songs that may have been 10 minutes long with large and very theatrical introductions and um, and the the, the storytelling um, was, was much longer, you realize that music at one point was viewed as a means by which to entertain over the course of time and over the course of a longer amount of time. Today, everything is based mostly off of the instant gratification model. Meaning, if the song has not ended within 2 minutes and 30 seconds or 2 minutes and 55 seconds with a limit, an upper limit of 3 minutes, that song uh, was too long. Uh, and, and from an artist's standpoint, I think that we need to start breaking that mold. And right now... I believe is the most opportune time for us to take the reins. The ability for folks to create their own music and to create their own statement and to mobilize themselves in a way that fights against that media standard is very, very much high right now. You bear the brunt of your investment. You bear the risk. Today, with all of these new contracts that are built off of the fact that the only way that an artist can make any money off of the major industry labels is to tour and sell merch, particularly under the pandemic. Eyes have been open, I believe, to the fact that you can do almost anything that you want. You can edit a song if you would like to make it short and fit within that standard, but you can still sell a song that is possibly 10 minutes long. And there is nothing wrong with that. In the age of creativity that we're at right now, where we basically hold the reins and we control our own fortunes by how we promote our music and who we promote our music to and reporting mechanisms that provide us statistics that that can point to specific demographics where your music is being listened to the most, you hold the reins. We can make the music at a much cheaper value than what we used to be able to. Um, There's a, a nominal investment when it comes to home studio and things that you need, um, and I'll have to apologize because 
my podcast is being operated off of an iPhone currently with a set of earpods, but I'm going to be correcting that shortly. Um, I know that the sound quality has not been great, and we're going to be changing that. But back to the sub- subject at hand, the industry versus the listener. The industry has made some assumptions on what the listener wants and what the listener needs that most listeners have learned to expect and accept over the course of time, but I, I cannot help but believe, because hope springs eternal, that people want more from the music that they listen to. And I'm not just referring to, to digitized, digitized music and digital music and, and, um, and the like versus analog. I think that there's an argument to be made that all of that has a space. All of it has a value. But what I'm getting at is when you write a song, you shouldn't be thinking instantly about a formula. Uh, for us as artists, it's hard enough to think outside of the, creative, you know, the creativity that we have on our own and try to start thinking about the business end of things. The business side becomes a tedious part that we have to use as a necessary evil, such as you know, uh, advertising your music on social media, um, email lists, um, podcasts, anything like that to get your music and your name out there in front of folks is very important. But we live in an age where you never have to tour. You can create music like me. I'm uh, 46 years old. There was a time and place for me to play live. Uh, that time and place has, has, uh, has since gone for me. Um, I may still do some, some things on the side, but really right now I'm, I'm more focused on the creative side of things. I'm not young. And part of what the industry has created also is that it's an industry for the young. I, I, I have to correct myself on that. It's always been an industry for the young. There are very rare standouts that, um, that actually are older than the age of 27 that break anywhere uh, nowadays. So that being said, uh, back to the root of the conversation is we as musicians have the tools and the ability to change the way the industry and the listeners react to our music, but we need to take the reins. I hope that this conversation will inspire someone to do something different. I hear a lot of folks out there that already are, and that inspires me. Um, I'm by no means a groundbreaking pioneer in the music industry. I've not gone very far at all uh, other than just being creative. So you can take what I have to say here with a grain of salt, and you can create EDM and um, and other formats of music and, and suit your own fancy with regard to the time limitations and the, um, and the mastering, uh, the stringent rules that they've set up for all of us. Or you can try to do something different and hope for the best. And sometimes it's not just about um, initial quality, it's about quantity. If you, if you create 700 songs within the course of two or three years, you're going to have a gem or two inside of there. So I, I would encourage folks to create as much and as often as possible and do things like listen to uh, some folks that, that are expert at the recording process, but not necessarily an industry mogul who is basically counting beans and more concerned with how much I can make this music spread across multiple demographics that matter the most to me because of my return on investment. Uh, Creativity, yes, it should 
have a business aspect to it because we're all trying to make a living out here. We're all trying to do something that removes our jobs from being a means to an end, removes our careers maybe even to being a means to an end. Um, I've been working in the IT field for a long time. Um, I personally started out in desktop development, ended up doing unified communications work as a, as a contractor. Uh, I would have loved to have done music over what I do right now. I mean, I find it rewarding, obviously, what I do as a career. But music is at the heart of where I am. Um, I'm a creative person, um, which makes me, by nature, a problem solver, which puts me into the category of IT. I'd be interested to hear what some of you folks do for a living outside of music. I know that the bulk of us have actual jobs that are day jobs, um, and our music has become something secondary something that some people would call at least a strong hobby. But um, if you could respond uh, by going to uh, Russell Birchall Official on Facebook, you can send me a message there. Um, You can hit me up on Instagram. Uh, I'm also on TikTok. I don't do a whole lot there except for kind of watch videos. But I'd like to hear what your careers are, what your thoughts are on industry standards, uh, where you sit as far as genre that you create. Maybe there's some impact to you. Um, you know, I, I may have picked on a little bit of the EDM piece, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with making a 10-minute EDM song that has a story to tell. Um, and sometimes that, that model, that, that cookie-cutter model that the industry set up just works well for you. But I'd be interested in hearing your opinions. If you could send... Uh, send any of your opinions or even some ideas about some some future shows, go ahead and and, uh, hit me up on uh, Russell Virtual Official on Facebook or or hit me up on any of my other social media platforms. I'd like to hear some of your ideas and I'd like to to kind of hear back from any of you folks that are are listening. Some of the folks that are listening, since I have a very small audience, are folks I talk to every day. So uh, if you're a new listener particularly, particularly, um, I would like to hear from you as well. So, um, And with that, I think that I've I've pretty much covered all that I wanted to hit today, but um, I hope you have a great and fantastic day.